everybody and welcome to another episode of I Think He's the One. I don't think I've started it off differently ever. That's like the same thing every time. (laughs) Same opening. Another episode. Uh, This one's really extra special though. Extra special. Really special. Um, I think we can all, we all know the year is coming to an end, 2018. And we're going to be moving into 2019. That's how time works. That's insane. We were born a long time ago. Well, we were. (laughs) That means like everyone else was born a really long time ago. So it's not that bad. No, for sure. Yeah. That's crazy. So we wanted to kind of like, I don't know, we're kind of winging it here, but we wanted to like self-reflect on how the 2018 year went because both of us had like an emotional roller coaster, I feel. Uh, (coughs) Excuse me. And a lot of like life-changing events. And, like, redirects, kind of. So we're just going to, like, talk a bit about that and then talk about um, how you can apply that to your life and, and focus on 2019 and bringing in the new year in an extra special, special, fantastic way. Should we introduce who we are if anyone's never listened before? Oh, whoops. I jumped the gun. I just assumed everyone knows who we are now. Um, I don't know. Last, I, our last episode, I got a lot of people saying it was the first episode they listened to. The last oh, one that we posted. Really? So, yeah. Okay. Who knows when people are jumping in? Well, I'm Malls. And I'm Meg. And I should have done that a long time ago. I was just about to take a sip of hot chocolate as I was talking. We're really changing up. No alcohol this time. Just Mm -hmm. good old-fashioned hot chalk since it's tis the season. It's... (laughs) Drop the it's. Just tis the season. Yeah. Um, But yeah, so basically this episode we're going to, I think, start off... Normally we do our week in review. Yeah. But let's go big. Let's do our... Let's look back at the year. Let's reflect a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, like, I've heard the bowel movements is success. Like, no, just kidding. Is that what you want to talk about really in today's podcast? <laughs> I'm kidding, I'm kidding. I mean, unless you're open to it, it's fine. Know. I'm sure do a like health a, episode. There's probably a following of people that would love to hear about your bowel movements. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Anyways, do you want to go tell us a little bit, 2018, how'd it go? Sure, yeah. It was interesting. So I think when I look back at when my 2018 started and where I was, so I was living with my ex we had been together it would have been like four and a half years last January I thought for sure we were gonna get married and he was the one and I was done and I could throw in the towel put on the sweatpants let myself go like lockdown yeah um we were planning a huge trip we went to basically across the world together um and then fast forward a little bit and I started feeling like Just because we'd been together for so long, I don't think meant that we were meant to be together. I think a lot of people confuse you've got history with being like complacent or like happy, but that's not always the same thing. Just because you've been with someone for a long time, I don't think means you're going to be with them for a long time to come. So I think that's where I was. And I started having doubts probably before 2018 started. But I was kind of like, you know what? It's just we've been together for so long. It's probably just we're getting comfortable and. Ruts and it was normal. your first relationship that lasted that long, like that was that significant. So yeah, you, you're kind of navigating it for the first time ever, right? Exactly. Like so, I feel like if that happened again, you'd be able to kind of like navigate it differently, or like flag things sooner. Oh, for you sure. I mean? But I think it was like we started dating when I was in university. You know, you're becoming a young adult. He saw me through getting like my first full time job to my second full time job to hopefully what my career is mm-hmm. and getting a dog and like all of these milestone moments that don't happen when you're 15 and you've been dating for like when you start dating for five years because then it's like you're just in school so a lot of like major life changes we traveled a lot together I just feel like we had a lot of like life experiences so for me it was like well I've shared all of this with that person that's why I want to share it all with coming up but then I started looking at like where are we actually in our relationship and are we both happy and are we both challenging each other and pushing each other and in the best way and I think that's the thing like you have to be with someone that motivates you like yeah I was kind of faced with a similar situation that I'll get into when you know it's my turn to talk (laughs) but um like I 100% agree like you need to have that key like they got to be driven and pushing you every day to be better yeah and I think it's hard generally I think to keep that going long term Mm -hmm. because you do get comfortable things do get easier you get more familiar with each other you get complacent and there are people out there that are satisfied with that and that's fine too like Mm -hmm. if that's the way you want your relationship relationship to be like that's totally cool but for our personalities and like what we want in a life it's just not feasible for sure so I think I looked and I was like I don't think either of us are getting that yeah so we go on this huge trip together we come back and I'm thinking okay like 
basically the trip was to meet all of his extended family like the grandparents the aunts the uncles stuff like that so I'm like okay well now I know his whole family I think I made a pretty solid impression so then I started thinking like this is probably actually now long term like I was the first partner of his who had ever met these people and then I started thinking like is this what I want five years from now ten years from now whatever Mm -hmm. and I realized it wasn't so then fast forward to okay I think in the last episode I was like oh it was like June July when we ended things I think I felt that way because I look at how much has changed in my life since things ended and it's just been such a whirlwind but I think it was yeah like end of August beginning of September something like that when it ended um so we talked and we decided that it wasn't what either of us wanted it was very amicable as much as I think we should talk him on this podcast like it was it's the name of the game though yeah we're not here like he's really great person we're just we're just it wasn't a yeah. great relationship, yeah. and I think we both understand and recognize that. We both could have done a lot of things better, but just kind of, like, looking back, I think we dealt with it pretty maturely. Like, it wasn't, like, a big You blowout. definitely did, for sure. So, and then, yeah, so if Which I Which, I know to, you like, were, like, really nervous about going into it, but I think, like, because you were both on the same page and ready for it to be over, it made it, like, that much easier. Yeah. When you finally had that conversation. 100%. I didn't feel like anyone's heart was, like... No one felt, I don't think, was blindsided by this. I think we both saw it coming. Yeah. And I think that makes it easier to, like, heal and move on. So that was a few months ago. And then, similarly, like, Molly was going through something in her own life where she was also single around the same time. So started going on the dating apps and, like, having those conversations of, like, both of us had kind of been out of the game for a while and started talking and we realized... Slash never really used dating apps. Yeah, like, neither of us had. So this was a first for both of us, so we had so much to talk about. And I'd say out of our group of friends, we were kind of the only two that were in that boat. I think some of them started getting, like, frustrated. They're like, can we please just talk about something other than, I want to talk about boys. (laughs) I'm so sick of talking about boys. But you know what? That was, like, what was going on in our life, especially since we did kick off the podcast around that time, um, which has been so therapeutic. Like, this this is my weekly therapy session. Yeah. Um, I look forward to it and it's like the best to just like whatever I'm thinking I just say it and get it out it feels so good yeah and I really think that this podcast has been a highlight of 2018 as much as I think at times it's caused like stress for both of us or Mm -hmm. like a little bit of anxiety but because you're sharing like a lot of personal stuff about you like we're being very true to ourselves Mm -hmm. and like talking about our real life experiences so it can be really scary to like just put that into the world and also like you don't know how someone's going to take it, yeah. right? And yeah. you never know who's listening because this is obviously open for the mm-hmm. world to hear. So I think all that said, like, this podcast has been a great highlight and I think it's been really fun to do. And yeah, it's so fun. Hopefully it's like, yeah, I think it's, it's so funny. It's also, like, brought Megan and I together. Yeah, we're so close. <laughs> we used to just be co-workers. <laughs> we and sleep in the same us. bed sometimes. Sure it's do. Fun. She feels right at home at my place because mm-hmm. um, <laughs> we record here every week, so she basically lives here now. Yeah. Um, but no, so that's been really good. And then obviously navigating the online dating and I think going on those first dates and going out with different men and things like that has really helped Mm -hmm. even though it's been a relatively short period of time like compared to like my life Mm -hmm. I think I've learned a lot from it and then obviously now I mean I said last week I've been seeing someone and it's going really well so far I mean it is super early but that's been going really well so I'm happy with that and then even just like work everything's been going really well so it's like no real complaints I think when I look back at my 2018 when I look back at where I was, like, last year at this time, everything has changed. Like, so much has changed. Oh, yeah. But I think it's all been for the better. I think you're living your best life right now. Like, yeah. you're... Sounds so cliche, but, like, you really are. Like, you're... And I hope that you can take what we're saying and kind of, like, self-reflect on your own life. Talk about it with your girlfriends. Mm-hmm. Um, it's the classic, like, you dated a guy, they don't tell you... Um, that they don't like him forever and ever and ever oh, and you yeah. never figure it out until you decide that you want to break up with him or they decide they want to break up with you and then they let you know mm-hmm. like maybe talk self-reflect talk with your girlfriends figure it out sooner and I think be like really other. honest like if there's a little tiny bit of you that's like this is one thing that bugs me and I can't see myself dealing with it for another two five twenty years yeah either really talk about it and think about it yourself or talk to your partner about it because yeah. I think it's it's so important and I think a lot of us are afraid to have those conversations because we're afraid that we're going to hear something we don't want to hear. Mm-hmm. But just because you hear it doesn't change the fact that that's what they're thinking anyway. So you may as well know early on and deal with it and move on than be surprised 10 years down the road that they didn't change. Yeah, plus, like, life is freaking short. You don't want to waste your time. Mm-hmm. 
um, if you don't need to. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And let me tell you, I was terrified to do the online dating apps, but they're not that scary or like... I find them absolutely terrifying. Okay, cool. So <laughs> here I am trying to make this like such a positive friggin' Oprah-esque episode, but... I don't know. I think it's like they can be definitely overwhelming at times, but they're only fun for me when someone else does the work for me. Well, and that's a big part of it is you got to enlist the girlfriends to do a little bit of swiping. Put it up on the Apple TV. (laughs) It's Mm -hmm. totally worth it. Have a sleepover. Start going through it. Get the red wine out. It's a really good time, actually. (laughs) Yeah. I think that was like really my 2018. What about you, Moss? Um, I'd say 2018 was probably like since I've been an adult per se, like, Mm -hmm. Um, it's been my favorite year yet. I've never, like, felt more confident, um, been through more ups and downs than I have this year, and I think it's made me, like, stronger than ever. I've been through, like, starting in January, I went through some family stuff, went through some relationship stuff, went through some housing, like, apartment stuff, um, and I feel like I've come out on top. So, mm-hmm. like, right now I am, I am dealing with, like, like, full disclosure, I'm, like, 100% dealing with my, like, guard my guard is up like I don't know how to get it back down like I've mentioned it before I'm definitely like emotionally unavailable I don't really have feelings like um at all yeah but I think like reflecting on the entire year it kind of started off like I was living with somebody obviously it didn't work out they got me the mug four days later they split (laughs) up with me (laughs) and that was like a little bit depressing sorry my voice went really high there but um it was a little bit sad because I had built such a friendship with that person for like two or three years right that like the fact that they could just like leave and never look back hasn't texted me hasn't called me hasn't messaged me hasn't like liked a post on Facebook or on Instagram whatever right Mm -hmm. like has not interacted with me at all um like the fact that he can just move on so quickly like that and not even think about me as a friend is like heartbreaking which is why I don't really mind mentioning all the negative stuff that happened to us because like he literally (laughs) like I'm I'm, like, a higher caliber of human than him, I would say. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, I don't mean to sound, like, overly confident here, but, like, definitely am. Oh, and yeah. Like, in most relationships, there's someone that's reaching and there's someone that's settling. Yeah, you yeah. are settling. I was definitely, him. definitely settling, um, which... But it's, like, sad to me. Like, I care about him as a person, and he literally shows no interest in me. But he also thinks he's, like, a celebrity now, so maybe he's moved on from me, so that's fine. But, <laughs> oh, my God. So that was, like, you know, April of last year, and then... Dated a few people, had a few hookups, went on a few Tinder, not Tinder, I'm not on that, but went on a few Bumble Bumble dates, um, and then I met that summer guy, which was a really big, like, learning for me, um, really grew from that situation, because I didn't realize that someone could, like, basically, like, fall for you so hard, or, like, say they are, or think that they are, and then change their mind, like, overnight, which, like, was shocking to me, and that's why my, like, my guard is up so high, because, like, now I don't trust no man. Like, I am, like, anti-men right mm-hmm. now. Like, except for my lovely men in my life that are true friends. I love you all. <laughs> and family. My dad, my brother. I love you. Um, but other than that, like, I am I just don't think I could ever trust a person right now. So um, that is leaving. I'm definitely jaded from mm-hmm. my experiences with both of those guys. Um, the first one really pisses me off because, like, hello, we shared, like, our life together for so long and you don't even want to say, hey, how's it going? Like, we'll see if he wishes me a Merry Christmas, but I'm not going to reach out to him because I tried. Like, when we split up, I said, do you want to meet one last time, say goodbye, mm-hmm. hug it out, whatever. Because it was, like, we were both ready for it to be over, like, same, like, as yours. And he was like, I don't think that's a good idea. <laughs> like, what the heck is that? We spent cool. so long together. Like, cool, see ya. But, and then that brings us to starting the podcast doing it so it's literally been so therapeutic for me like I enjoy getting together every week and just like having girl talk because Mm -hmm. um like as someone that I grew up not having a lot of girlfriends and now in my adult life I have so many amazing girlfriends and it's just it's so fun to like share this with everybody and just like get their opinion and hopefully we're helping you in some way get over if it's a friendship situation, relationship, whatever, like we want to like help you see it from all angles so that you can be the best version of yourself too. Like one of the nice things, especially I feel like since we dropped our last episode, I had a few people reach out to me that listen and they were saying like, it feels like they're having those, like it feels like they're having those conversations with us. It's not just Molly and Meg talking. It's like, they're also Mm -hmm. a part of it. And I think that's when we started this, what we wanted it to be. We wanted it to just be like, let's just have girl time. It's supposed to be a little funny and see like our ups and downs of dating. You know what I mean? But like, we are going to have these sit down, like more serious conversations where like, we want you to feel good too. And like, and hopefully you can apply it to your day to day. Yeah. Like I feel like starting a new year, you're 
always a bit self-reflective. It's always a bit like, let's actually reevaluate our lives and yeah. is this what we want moving forward? And like, we get excited, right? Like, I'm so excited to kickstart 2019, just like the rest of us. I'm like, oh, I'm not going to bite my nails ever again. You know what I mean? Like, I got my New Year's <laughs> resolutions lined up. Yeah. But like, in reality, I'll probably bite my nails, but that's okay. Um, <laughs> but we get excited and like, I don't know what it is about just January calendar, 1st. Like, yeah. I don't know what it is, but people just get into it and I buy into it. I'm all about those resolutions. So. Are you? So do you, you have, have a cat? I think it's like a child in my hallway oh. screaming. So, <laughs> I, Sorry if you can hear. I could understand how it's screaming child. Cat. I don't. I swear there's no kids on my floor. Sorry, just like a side note TED talk about my building. There's no kids that live on my floor. But last night at like midnight, I just heard a kid wailing. So I feel like someone's visiting their grandparents because I live in a building with like 90 year olds. And, it's oh, just, and one really drunk 90-year-old. Yeah, the, my neighbor, the girl that lives right across the hallway from me, bless her little soul, she's a raging alcoholic. It's definitely a kid screaming. Yes, Sorry if you can hear that. Um, but anyway, so it's usually a pretty quiet floor, but now there's like a kid and he's just constantly mad because he's just screaming all the time. <laughs> so sorry if you can hear that. So you were saying you set New Year's resolutions. Do you have any? Like that you want to share for 2019 going in? I usually think about them. Um, December 31st. Yeah. <laughs> so I think for me, I've really just been, every day I wake up and I just want to be more confident. Like that's my, I've always struggled with my confidence. This, sharing this and like being like this version of me, like the podcast version of me, I really think like has really helped boost my confidence. Um and I'm really starting to just own who I am. And I think turning 25 really helped me, like, get that. I turned 25 this year, too, which I feel like has... Okay, that child is, like, I don't wailing. know, like, where they are, why they're I can't so mad. <laughs> I don't... Anyways. Anyways, for New Year's resolutions, I'd say by the end of 20... 20- I can't stop laughing. Just the child is really, really not happy. Oh, I'm sorry, guys. We're professionals. <laughs> um... <laughs> So what happens when you record in my apartment? We should get a studio. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Anyone want to hire us or put us in their studio? We're open to it. But anyways, long story short, Molly's resolution for 2019, let my guard back down. Yeah. You know? That's a good one. I'm not like, get a six pack. Mm-hmm. Like, don't drink for the entire month mm-hmm. because that's not realistic for yeah. me. <laughs> no, Especially drinking, but. That's a good one because I do think like if you're feeling right now that your issues you can't trust guys it's like then you can't build a meaningful relationship no and right now like I'm kind of thinking like we didn't do our weekend review so I didn't get this specific but I did have a guy on Bumble that I was talking to and he actually I'll read the exact message that he sent me please do um we're getting real-time updates right here yeah so it was the first time I've ever been like approached for a casual relationship which like What's a casual relationship? Well, I don't know. Um, I'll show you what he defined it as. Um, Because to me, I think relationship, I don't know. I feel like you're either doing something casually or you have a relationship. Well, my thing is like, I want to have, like, if we're going to have casual sex, first of all, that's fine. But like the relationship part I can get from my girlfriends. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So that's what I mean. Like what? Yeah. Like for me, if I'm building a relationship, like the casual relationship part, like, that's, it's hard to be casual. That's, yeah, because yeah. that's like building intimacy, building like your whatever. So like the sex part I get, oh, the yeah, relationship 100%. part, like going out and like having dinner and like having good conversation and like that is building a friendship slash relationship. Like that's getting more intimate. So I don't really understand that and having sex. Like I feel like it gets really complicated. Oh, I totally um, agree. But he said, so we were just talking about like our hobbies and interests or whatever. And then he said... What do you like? What are you looking for on Bumble? And I said, Well, honestly, I have no idea. I'm not very good at Bumble. What are you looking for? Because um, I have no idea how to use Bumble properly. But he's like, That's awesome. I hear you. Bumble is hard. LOL. I'm looking for something casual and fun right now. There needs to be a connection. Or what fun is that if there isn't? Attraction and desire for one another, being friends, enjoying each other's company, and getting along well with each other, and being respectful of one another is key. See what happens down the road. Does that sound like something you might be open to? And I didn't know what to say because I was like, whoa, that's like a novel and a half. That's a lot of writing. So I just said like, whoa, you've really thought about it, Uh (laughs) haha. A couple days later he responded and I asked him like flat out like what is a casual relationship to you because I feel like that can mean something different to everybody. Like to me it means going for dinner, building some sort of relationship Mm -hmm. that way, but then like not talking to each other for like a week or two. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Um, Anyways, he says like... It's whatever we both want and are comfortable with, something ongoing, mutually beneficial, non-committal. 
with no expectations and all the things I mentioned before too. Smiley face. Hmm. I don't know. So we'll see. Like I might meet up with him. It's a little. So do you think, cause here's my question. Yeah. So if he's having a casual relationship with you, is it safe to assume that there's other people he's having casual relationships with well, if that's it's non-committal? Thing. Like if I'm in a non-committal casual relationship, if I'm sleeping with someone consistently, I don't want them to be sleeping with 10 other people. Right. I think Do you know what I mean? Way, like, yeah. I think that I have a right to know that. Um, my ideal casual relationship would be we don't text 24-7. We maybe, like, meet up once every two weeks, like, once a week. Like, mm-hmm. nothing insane. Um, have fun. Go on a date. Hook up. Whatever. Mm-hmm. And then you do it again. Like, it's not, like, to me, it's like... This guy looks like he wants a full-blown relationship with multiple people. Yeah, or, like, doesn't want the label of, like, oh, this yeah. is my girlfriend-boyfriend. So I don't really get that part about it. Like, It's like he wants his cake and eat it. Yeah, too. yeah. But maybe I'm wrong. Like, maybe he really just only wants to be with one person. But my thing is, like, what he's defining is, like, a relationship, but he could be having more than one. Yeah. Like, for me, if, like, I'm having sex with you all the time, mm-hmm. I better be the only person that you're having sex with. Yeah, and I think if the intention is to, like have multiple partners that's totally fair and fine but like you both need to be on the same page about both being okay with that yeah anyways literally haven't even gone out with this guy interesting we talked about it is he cute yeah i'll show you him he's kind of cute i think he's cute he's not really my type but um i don't really have a type i was gonna say i don't think i've ever (laughs) looked at a guy that molly's dated and been like oh he's your type because they're all so different i know all of them are polar opposites of each other because i always like one will do me wrong, and then I go for the opposite of that yeah. person, then I go to the opposite of that person, and it's just, like, a vicious cycle. But this is him. He's kind of cute. I don't know. Oh, yeah, he's cute. He's 30. Good age. We're on the profile, by the way. Yeah, so I'm just, like, scrolling through. <laughs> he's all right. Oh, okay. There's a headshot that's a little questionable yeah, yeah. on there. That's not bad. I don't know. I feel like 30 is also, like, an interesting age to be, like, wanting something casual. casual? Because I feel like yeah. 30 is when... And this is generally speaking, most people are like, okay, like, shit or get off the pot. Like, Mm -hmm. make a decision. Is this what you want long term? Yeah. Well, I think, like, back to, getting back to 2019, like, what I'm looking to achieve for myself. Yeah. Um, Again, let my guard back down. But Mm -hmm. that's, like, probably not going to happen right away because I still feel very, like, guarded. Like, for sure, it's way up. (laughs) What could you do to, like, Um, bring it down? Like, do you have, like, a plan? I think I just really have to put myself back out there. Like, because I'm feeling so good right now about myself and, like, my life and everything. So, I feel like if I put myself back out there, I go on dates, maybe try out a casual relationship. I don't know. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm actually kind of intrigued by this. Because I'm so emotionally detached, like, it might actually help me get back out there. Because you're having conversations, like, you're chatting with someone. Like, I don't really like the idea of it, but I might just try it and see if it would work. Mm -hmm. And then eventually, maybe, like... Who knows? Maybe I'll get really jealous that this guy doesn't want to commit to me and then I'll get emotions back. I don't know. Because right now I just want my emotions back. Yeah. Which is part of my, like, guardedness. That's fair. So. I used to cry every day. Now I cry, like, never. Yeah. So. I don't know. Yeah, it's an interesting thing because I I just, I don't know where you begin on, like, working on that resolution. I feel like it's just, like, a bit of time and, like, meeting the right people that help you. Yeah. I think I just push myself out of my comfort zone. Like, really focus on me and just, like, have fun. I think have fun is the key factor. I'm, like, excited to move back downtown, mm-hmm. be in the city, be able to, like, go out on any night of the week. I really think, honestly, that independence of, like, living yeah. on your own is going to be a big thing for you, too. Yeah. Which I love, but... Anyways, do you have any New Year's resolutions? hmm I was trying to think of some. I don't like to set New Year's resolutions, <clears throat> just because I feel like I do tend to fall off the wagon. I usually reevaluate like mid-year who because has ever like, kept a new year's resolution i feel like there's some people that are really good at it for me i like i set a resolution for myself like in june of this past year and i stuck with it the whole six months but so i feel like i just need like not the pressure of everyone's doing it i need to just do it on my own mm-hmm. but i think one thing that i want to do originally i was thinking i wanted to just like really limit myself on social media because i have four instagram profiles right now She's that i'm wild. managing it's aggressive and I have a lot of it, but then I started thinking, and I'm like, why would I want to actually limit my social media? I was just thinking it's something I should do, yeah, because it's what a lot of people say to do, but I think I have a pretty good balance of how often I'm on social media. I think what I want to do is purge who I follow on social media. I feel like I follow mm. a lot of like people that promote these idealistic, crazy lifestyles, the fit tea, the going yeah. to the gym 24-7. I don't know that that's what I should be seeing, because I feel like it does 
lower like my self-esteem. Even if you don't think that it does, it like for sure messes yeah. with your like. Like one thing that I'm proud of doing in 2018 that I didn't include in my year in review, but I really should have, is I unfollowed all of the Kardashians on Instagram. Jenner's included. I don't think I follow any of them. I used to follow them and I was them annoying. (laughs) Well, I really, I quite like the family and I used to follow them and I was obsessed, but when you go to like your explore page, it would all just be Kardashians. And they're these like gorgeous specimens of humans, but it's like they're... Like somehow have the tiniest waist yet the curviest hips and I'm like, why? But it's like I had to sit there and go, well, their job is to look good. So it's like they have these dietitians, these personal trainers, these doctors, like whatever. My job is to make money so I can pay my rent. Exactly. So it's like unrealistic for me to compare myself to that and think I should be looking like like that. I'm like, ooh, I've got to skip the next two months to not get my highlights done because I can't afford it. You know what I mean? Like that's where my life is. And I honest to God found from unfollowing them like a huge change in how... I perceived my own life and how happy I was about the things yeah. that I was doing. So I think I really need to do like a full purge of my who I follow and like what content I'm letting into my life mm-hmm. so that it's only like the positive stuff. See, my thing with like, I don't know, everyone talks about, I I don't really sit there and scroll too much. Like I'm not really on the explore page. I'm not really like scrolling through my Facebook news feed. Um, I don't think I have a problem with social media. So like I don't post that often except for like, insta stories here Mm -hmm. and there i just don't think like like everyone says you should purge social media but i don't really know why yeah like because you shouldn't network that much like i don't really know like it's too much info overload Mm -hmm. or like too that's why i think it's the type of content that you're taking in for me i'm less on the explore page these days but i do find like before i go to bed i scroll through my instagram Mm -hmm. like the feed um like scrolling through the dating app stuff (laughs) and so for me i find if I'm seeing 30 images back to back to back of people who look like Kardashians mm-hmm. or people who have these insane lifestyles. I'm thinking, why am I not doing that? And that's how I go to sleep. And then I think it affects me when I wake up the next morning. So I think yeah. if I follow more people that have like positive things to put into the world, mm-hmm. then maybe I'll feel better. I would like to wake up and not check my phone right away. That'd like be just nice. like wake up, put it to the side, mm-hmm. make my coffee, you know, wash my face, do my yeah. morning skincare routine like every day. Those are some New Year's resolutions. My phone is literally attached to my hand all the time. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm never without it. Like, the second I wake up, I unplug it, and I take it with me to the bathroom to wash my face. Yeah. Like, why do I need it there? I I know. know. So, like, what about people that, I don't know, we kind of consider 2018 the year of breakups, but I feel like um, that's only just because of, like, we both went through. Yeah. Some went through multiple. One went through, you know. But, and I do think... It depends on the lens you're looking at. Because I was actually thinking about this the other day. I think on our last episode we were talking about, you know, Cardi B and Offset and, like, yeah. Ariana and Pete. Like, those are all couples that broke up. But there's a bunch of, like, really extravagant, like, weddings and, like, new relationships that happened this year that we just didn't even care yeah. about. Because we're at that age where you're either going to... Sorry, that's my dog. <laughs> <laughs> you're either going to stay with the person for freaking life mm-hmm. or you're going to be like, holy shit, this relationship is toxic. I need out. Yeah. Um... And I think we focused so much on, like, because that's all we know is, like, the breaking up is, like, there's so many, like, my friend just got married. Like, there's so many exciting, awesome things happening and, like, uh, success stories, if you will. Like, yeah. I don't know. I'm trying to think of celebrities. I'm not good at this. Nick, Nick Jonas oh, and Priyanka Chopra. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they just got married, yeah. like, a week or two ago. Yeah. So, like, there are some good things happening. Um, actually, today, I've made, this is embarrassing, but I changed all the... <laughs> All the names in the thank you next song to my ex-boyfriends, and it was so nice. It was, like, a lot of therapy. (laughs) I love... I, like, walked past Molly today, and she goes, I just rewrote Ariana's thank you next with all of my exes. And I was like, oh. (laughs) Like, she's very proud of it. I suggest you give it a go. Although you need at least four. (laughs) (laughs) So funny. Oh, that's very funny. So yeah, so we're at that age where you're looking at your life, and especially with the new year coming up, you're reflecting on the last year, maybe you're reflecting on your current relationship, and you're going, is this what I want going into 2019? Is this what I want for the rest of 2019? Mm -hmm. What we want you to do, actually, is like do that evaluation. We're giving you homework. This podcast, you thought it was fun, but we're giving you work to do. (laughs) This is like, because I'm so sick of people being in bullshit relationships that they shouldn't be in, that are like, it's time to go, you know? Oh yeah, I don't disagree. And fortunately right now, out of everybody I have that's close to me in my life, everyone is in a good relationship and I don't have to worry about it, Mm -hmm. but like, I've been there. This time last year, I was in one of those relationships and I think in February, I basically gave 
because we had a very, very sad Valentine's Day. But anyways, I, like, basically gave him an ultimatum that day, and I said, these three things need to change or else I'm out of here. And I gave him, like, a timeline. By August, he said he couldn't commit to any of those things. So I think, like, there's someone out there that's in that relationship, and you just got to reavow. Yeah. So here's my question to you. You're saying right now all of your friends are in, like, good, healthy relationships, which is good. If you had a friend that wasn't in a healthy relationship and they didn't ask you for your opinion, would you still say, like, he's a loser, get out of there? Well, I wish someone would have said that to me. Like, my relationship was healthy. It was definitely healthy. Maybe not the last, like, six months of it weren't really healthy. But, like, he was, like, down here. I was up here, right? Which is fine. But it was still a healthy relationship. We had a nice, like, spent a lot of nice time together. None of us could get ahead on, like, finances or anything. So we would be literally living paycheck to paycheck for a long time Mm -hmm. in the foreseeable future. But, like, we had a really good time together and it was very nice at times. So I think, like, you got to kind of pick and choose your battles. Because I think it's hard when I look back. I also wish that I had, like, friends that had told me, like, this isn't right or, like, how you're feeling isn't Mm -hmm. normal. But there's also, like, a fine line between, like, um, you, like, they're affecting your life and your friend. Like, where it's, like, is it a toxic relationship for your friend or do you just not like the guy for your own reasons? Like, because you don't have to live with them. You don't have to spend time with them. You don't have to date them. Yeah. And I think the friends, like, we only see certain parts too, right? So who knows what happens behind closed doors. We see the rainbows and the highlights. Yeah. Or it's, like, you've got the friend that calls you when the person's only acting up. Oh, my God. And you see the toxic stuff Mm -hmm. constantly. I hate that. That can actually, like, I'm pretty good at, like, separating the two but if you're that friend that's like constantly the one getting all the like we got into a huge fight we got into a huge fight like whatever constantly that can really change your opinion on somebody Mm -hmm. which is tough so but at the same time I would never want my friends to feel like they couldn't tell me that stuff yeah right no for sure would you tell your friend like do you think now knowing what you know yeah like how much you've grown in the last little while because I feel like we've both grown a lot Mm -hmm. in that sense yeah would you tell somebody if they weren't asking for it? I don't think so. And I think I look at one of my good friends, and I think when I look at her and her partner, I would say she is at a much higher caliber than he is. I look at him and I'm like, yeah, you can do better. Like, he's not that great. Mm-hmm. But they just do, com- like, they're so happy together and they do complete each other. And he's such an amazing person, personality wise. And I think before I'd really got to know him, if I did open my mouth and say, you can do better, I think she then wouldn't feel comfortable coming to me or talking to me about it and now they're so happy but I think if somebody asked me my honest opinion like for sure I'd give it but I think unsolicited I think I'd just keep my mouth shut because I don't think I know enough about another person's relationship yeah to even and at the d- end of the day you're not the one kissing them you're not the one sleeping with them you're not the one that's building a life with them like unless of course it was legit toxic i.e like abusive well that's when you would know exactly. like well sometimes you don't know that's well, the scary thing right yeah, so. but if you see behavior that you think is emotionally or And I have had that in with friends in my life, and I have, like, kind of said, That's I love normal. this person, but I don't like this side of them, you know, and I've made that really clear, mm-hmm. um, but I'd say right now in my life, I'm really fortunate because my friends are in good relationships. And so, let's say you're at home and I'm you're like, I'm really, to... love that I made it about me, I'm really fortunate, my life is great because my friends are <laughs> Yeah, because everyone else is good. That's nice though. God, I'm so self-absorbed. No, that's a good I'm thing. really not, I promise. I do love everybody. So let's say you're listening to this podcast now and you're like, where are the normal jokes Molly and Megan give me? This isn't as funny of an episode as I thought it would be. But we had some good moments. Oh yeah. But they're, we're given a heart to heart. This is a This real, is a heart to freaking heart. This is it. We're not always last. Sometimes you really got to think about this shit. You sure do. So let's say someone's listening right now and they're going, okay, I do need to think about this shit. Mm-hmm. What are the things that they should specifically be evaluating? You make a list. This isn't specific. Like, this is kind of different, but I just thought this popped into my head. You make a list. You make a pros and cons list. Pretty sure I made you do this. Yeah, she made me do this. And I must have made eight pros and cons lists. Because you want to fill up the pros when there's cons. You know what I mean? Because, like, someone, they'll, they'll do a pros and cons list, and there's, like, a few pros and a zillion cons. We're talking, like, obviously we're still talking about, like, as if the relationship is, like, at a bad spot. Because there's lots of really good relationships, and I'm yeah. happy for you, and I'm glad that that's where you're at in your life. But, but if this you're is lo- for the one that's, yeah. like, unsure. Like, if you're looking, if you're looking at your relationship and going, I don't know, this is what you this should do. This is what you should do. Yeah. Like, you build that pros and cons list, you list them out, um, you can trash it and do it again and see how many different variations of it you can create but like all at the end of the day like if your cons list is outweighing your pros list you probably should take a look at your relationship because at the end of the day we're like life is all about like like 
your family, you're born into that. You know what I mean? I'm fortunate because, like, I'm obsessed with my family and, like, so are you. But um, your friends and your relationships, you get to choose all of that. Yeah. That's nothing that's, like, forced, on, forced you. on you. So, like, everybody I have in my life, like, whoever you bring – and also, like, the energy you bring into the, your life is what you're going to give off, too. So, like, I'm really getting into my, like, chakras here and all yeah. of it. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> um but at the end of the day, make that pros and cons list. That's all I really got to say about that. Mm-hmm. It really drives, it really helps you. Oh, it was like when I was going through my tough time with my ex and I was going to Molly and I was like, I really don't know what to do. Because she was one of the people that told me, like, I don't think this is really normal for you to be feeling this way this often. Mm-hmm. This soon into a relationship. Like, she had been in a long term. But I think, like, if, if it's not fixable now, what are you going to do when you're down the road oh yeah when there's a kid involved or a mortgage and things like that so she's like make a list so I literally went home that day I made a pros and cons list and it was jarring to see how easy it was to fill out a cons list did you realize that it was that drastic of a unbalance Mm -mm. I thought and I thought because I only had a few pros but I kept trying to convince myself but they're good pros they're big pros yeah but then the more I looked at it and the more I thought about it I was like they're not I'm like these are things I can get from anyone on the street really yeah so the fact that all of these cons are here and similar to what you had done with your ex where you kind of gave an ultimatum like I want these three things improved or else I kind of did the exact same thing Mm -hmm. I literally remember watching the movie he's just not that into you and being like this is my freaking life right now and so I literally told him, like, you've got to shit or get off the pot. Like, decide if this is what you want. Yep. And then he couldn't commit either way. And so that's when I was like, Kayla, if you don't know, then yeah. we're done. Yeah. But and I the think, list like, is big. the second part of that, so, like, list and also your list of things. Like, I feel like it's fair. If they if you have things you want them to work on, then it's fair game for them to have things that oh, they want you to work on. Yeah. Um, I'm a little bit stubborn, so I was very, like not flexible on my requirements that he had to meet um he literally met zero of them but that's okay celebrity now so it's fine (laughs) (laughs) he's fine everyone's living their best Um, lives but anyway so I think the other side of it is communication like you really need to like I feel like a lot of people are they get into relationships with bad communicators or they're a bad communicator and I used to be the type of person that like my opinion is the only one that matters, so yours doesn't matter. Like, I was for sure like that, um, which used to cause a little bit of turmoil because I was stubborn and stuck in my ways. I'm an Aries. It's not my fault. I'm just born this way. I don't know if you can tell from this episode, but Molly's very spiritual and, like, talking about chakras <laughs> and I'm an Aries and she's one of those, you know? Anyway, so I'm, like, stubborn to a fault. Like, I know that, like, I'm a lot better and I've dated. The reason I date people that are, like, the polar opposite of me is so that I can, like, expand my per- perception because I find I always just, like, Think You're a certain like tunnel way. Vision. Yeah, I got tunnel vision. I assume I'm right, which I am 99% of the time, but that's okay. Um, but I think the best thing about a relationship is communicating, which my ex that I lived with taught me. If we we're having a fight, we would like, which like we literally didn't fight ever until the last six months, like where it was like Bad. a vortex. It wasn't even a fight, it was more like him getting depressed and me having to like console him every day. Yeah. We'd go out for dinner, console. Go out for drinks, console. Like, oh my god, it was just... Exhausting. Exhausting. But he taught me that, like, when we were having a disagreement, and I was pissed off, and I, like, didn't want to look it on because I thought I was right, whatever, um, sit down and talk about it. And open it up. Like, and also you need to be, make it conversational. Like, don't just, like, start fighting with a person. Like, they have to be able to, like, get their opinion out there, talk to you about it. Whatever. Yeah, can't go in guns a-blazing. Yeah. Like I said before... Bit, like to me most important parts of a relationship communication trust and the same taste in music and you will be good forever oh yeah <laughs> I think like some things that you should be evaluating I think having been one of those people who had to do this when they look back at their relationship is like are you actually happy and I think it's like such a big thing because I look back and I'm like we had our happy moments but I'd mm-hmm. say like overall like did I feel happy and satisfied with my relationship was mm-hmm. I getting out of it what I wanted I wasn't, and I think that that's such a big thing, and a lot of people, I think, compromise on that, but I think that's something you should be compromising. So, on the flip side, new relationships, exciting stuff happening, like, what gets you excited about a relationship? Like, what are you, like, looking for that's, like, a good thing? You know what I mean? We'll get some positivity back Yeah, we're going to really rally. When you've got a new relationship, things that you look forward to? Yeah, like, something that, like, is so exciting, like, that you 
Well, I think there's, like, the initial just, like, getting to know the other person is always exciting. And I think when you realize that you have a lot of, like, similar interests or you're on the same page, like, that's always so exciting and it's always so kind of, like, reassuring to be like, okay, like, someone who has Mm -hmm. all of these values and things exists and it's, like, nice to know it's not just, like, a made-up person in your head. I think that that's something... Um, I think also, like, doing those, like, firsts together. Like, the first-time experiences are I always know, good. I know. That's the best. I love that. Yeah. And, like, when you're with somebody new, like, I don't care how old you are, you will get butterflies when they kiss you. You know what I mean? Like, when you're with somebody that you feel such a strong connection with and, like, they, like, I don't know, you're at a bar and they touch your thigh for the first time mm-hmm. or whatever it may be. Like, they have some sort of, like, physical connection. Like, I feel like you get the, those butterflies yeah. and it's so cute. Mm-hmm. Oh, I want that when I my... Know emotions come back (laughs) but it is it's so nice and I think what's hard is (coughs) sorry um just as like a side note I have apparently severe bronchitis so I've been coughing this like whole time um but I think one thing that's challenging is as relationships go on I think those butterflies and those things that are exciting at first often do wear off with time like you Mm -hmm. do get comfortable those things disappear and I think if you're in that rut where you're feeling like, is this what I want? It's easy to compare it back to what it used to be within those mm-hmm. first few months and go, well, we're not that spontaneous. We're not that romantic anymore. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's not fair because I think the beginning is when all of that stuff is supposed to be fun and exciting. And eventually you do get into just like a solid partnership. Yeah, but I think your partnership could just, needs to still have like There should still be a bit of a spark, and yeah. a little bit of a spark. Like even if it's like you just, you know that like that person is is there for you forever yeah. like it's just a deeper it turns into like a deeper connection rather than just like surface Superficial, level yeah. um like lust if you will 100 percent, right but I think so. that like that like love that comes with time and that like mm-hmm. exactly what you said I think that that is still so important as like that initial yeah. spark and butterflies and all that stuff mm-hmm. so what about like you're in a new relationship like what's more important to you like the physical aspect of things or the emotional side I think to me it's they so they so go hand in hand like Mm -hmm. I think and I said this before one of the things that's hard for me with like Bumble and those dating apps is really you've just got a photo to go off of right your new man's a bit of a hottie is he not he's very cute yeah (laughs) (laughs) he doesn't need the ego boost um but yeah he's very handsome so that was one of the things that's why I would have swiped right is because I thought he was very attractive but that being said I've gone out with guys that are attractive and because that emotional connection isn't there I'm completely unattracted to them or vice versa I like I think my I'm not going to finish that sentence because I was going to say something really mean but I'm not going to but I think in the past I've gone out with guys who maybe weren't (laughs) traditionally saying it anyway (laughs) I was like not explicitly saying who it was but it's fine this is so bad but I think everyone, we have it. We have it. We think he might be listening, so we gotta really reel it back. But I think generally, people have gone out with people that maybe still love you be forever. Some, nope, <laughs> not even a little bit. Um, like who? Who's like a funny person in like the comedy or like an actor? Seth Rogen. Seth Rogen is somebody who you look at just a photo, you don't go, "Oh, he's very hot and attractive." Yeah, but yeah, because yeah. the personality is there, yeah. and like there's something you can like build that connection. So I think to me they go hand in hand. Can I don't you just think... compare him to Seth Rogen. Yeah, <laughs> I tried really hard to divert that conversation because I, I couldn't spit it out. I couldn't say it. I couldn't be that Thanks, person. Like normally, I didn't even precision question. You just dug your own grave with that one. So it's fine. We'll edit that out. No, we won't. Wow. You're gonna edit this. You're not gonna edit that out. No, I'm gonna leave the whole thing. Are you kidding? Anyhow, but I think <laughs> so. Back to the original question. I think they go hand in hand. I don't think you can have one without the other. But I yeah. would probably say emotional to me maybe weighs a little bit more because I think that can make or break the physical I think that like my last relationship the summertime one was hardcore physical Mm -hmm. and emotional like it was everything combined into one like but I never felt that physically attracted to someone and emotionally connected to them at the same time like Mm -hmm. that was like fireworks like I don't know what it would have looked like come 10 years from now or whatever but it was like outstanding the connection like the way I felt it made my whole body feel (laughs) you know what I mean so that was like the best but I think with like the one before that that I lived with it was more um definitely emotional like he was goofy funny like um super outgoing quirky like that's what I was attracted to about him Mm -hmm. um not so much his physical appearance and like I feel kind of bad because the physical is something that he like 
mentally struggled with a lot, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, and like, was, like his down own on himself. Appeal. Yeah, like, okay. he was down on himself a lot about it. Um, which, as soon as somebody gets in that headspace, it, it's, like, so depressing for you. Yeah. You know what I mean? It was like, very similar with my ex. Like, yeah. they really struggled with their weight like, and, like, Polar opposite looked... body types, but... Yeah. No, that's the thing. They were, <laughs> yeah. like, complete opposites, but they both had that same struggle yeah. with themselves, and it does impact you and yeah. how you see them. Like, if you hear someone complain about their faults enough, you start to see them, too. Yeah, and my confidence isn't that great either, so, like... Same. It's gonna bring me down, no matter what. Yeah. But... So that's, like, a big thing. Like, I think... Yeah, I think they're both important, but the last relationship, the summertime, both. Before that, definitely emotional. My one before that was also both. So if you look back at your the one that broke you, the summertime one, <laughs> where both physical... Let's reflect, shall we? <laughs> both the physical and the emotion were like 10x what you would normally feel. They were both, like you said, yeah, it was fireworks. It was insane. So would you ever want that again? Well, I hope so. Like, right now, I'm in the mental space where I assume that that's never going to happen for me again. And I'm going to assume that, like, this is me totally just, again, assuming. I am assuming that he's going to have no problem finding that with somebody else again. Why would you assume that? Well, because I just get the vibes. Like, I just think that, like, with men, it's kind of like, ooh, this is really rude. I love you all. I don't know. <laughs> We've apologized a lot this episode. Anyway, I That's apologize. What I just said I love you and this is rude. Mm-hmm. Anyways, like, I just find sometimes you put whatever in front of a dude and it's like, ooh, shiny object. And yeah. they're just like, boom, I feel the physical and whatever. Like, they get all the emotions. But I feel like for me, I'm so particular. Like, I don't, it's not just like, like, because I'm a straight woman, it doesn't mean I'm like attracted to every guy that's that exists. You know what I mean? Like, it's so rare. That mm-hmm. I, like, find a connection like that, that I thought was lifelong, <laughs> and now that, like, I have to get over the fact that, like, the way that he treated me, I could never go back because that would be embarrassing for me. Mm-hmm. So I could never, like, go back on There's other on reasons that. you couldn't go back to, though. Not That's, just that it's embarrassing, but it's, like, if he did that once, you don't oh, want to Oh, I don't know what again. he's going to do yeah. to me in the future. Like, the way he handled the whole situation, like, I could never be with somebody like that. That would be totally degrading to me. Like, I could never do that. Um, which, clearly, I'm still trying to work through. <laughs> 2019's the year, baby. We'll get there. Anyway, so I don't even know where we're going with this. What was I talking about? Um, we were talking about physical versus emotional, which is more important. I said, would yeah, you I go with someone again. that's Of course another... I wanted to get Okay, I didn't and know I if that jealous was like... Of like... Like, my one friend, she told me last night, she's like, I have, like, the... she's been with her boyfriend for a long time, and she's like, my sex life right now is incredible. And I was, like, stoked for her, because, yeah. like, for both of them, it's good. But, like... Because they've been, like, they just love each other so much and, like, that emotional connection is there and it is never going to go away. Like, mm-hmm. you can just tell, like, I don't know, it trickles into the bedroom. Like, yeah. their sex, like, when she tells me about it, because I love, I love, it's, like, my favorite topic. Like, I want to know. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's, like, awesome to hear. I don't know. It's cool. No, for sure. I think. Yeah. And that's long, that goes to show longevity, too. Well, that's a big thing, right? Like, it's rare, I think, to yeah. have somebody. I One of my girlfriends, she got married, like, a month or two ago and she mm-hmm. was telling me. You know, once her and her partner moved in together, it's like your sex life really plummets because it used to be you'd, every time you saw them, you'd have sex because you only would see them once or twice a week. Yeah. But when you live together, you kind of take it for granted. So I think to have like a long-term relationship where you're still... Very active. Into, yeah, yeah, it's very impressive. Yeah, I think so too. And I, I like, I don't know, I'm a very sexual person. <laughs> so I think that that's like something I would want, but I need the emotional connection too. I don't know, but... I think that's important. This really ended up just being about new relationships and not really about 2019, but... I mean, we talked about, like, (laughs) if you reflect on your relationship and you reflect on your year and you think about, is this what you want to take into 2019? Because we want everyone who listens to this to have nothing but good vibes in 2019. Yeah. If you're in a solid, healthy, amazing relationship, all the power to you. That is amazing. I'm so happy for you. But I think there's still things you can reflect on and, like, how can you still make it better and continue to improve also like share the knowledge like, please call you... us and tell us what you're doing because <laughs> how we don't are you know. making it work yeah <laughs> tell us your secrets yeah so i just think that, that everyone has their soulmate out there and some people meet them some people don't right so mm-hmm. that's kind of the name of the game but if you are going through something make that pros and cons list talk to your girlfriends talk to your boyfriends whatever not boyfriends you could talk to your boyfriends what do you call dude friends guy friends <laughs> Talk to your dude friends. <laughs> um, and communicate with your partner. Mm-hmm. Like, communicating with your significant other is huge. Um, so that you can both get on the same page. Yeah, I think, like, if you guys, you and your partner are going to a lit New Year's Eve party, while you guys are getting ready at home or, like, that day and you're just, like, taking it easy, 
have a conversation like, hey, what did you, what were the highlights of 2018? Yeah, what talk you about the change? good stuff. Yeah. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. Although I'm going to be crying on New Year's Eve. <laughs> Just kidding, I won't be, but she's I'll no probably kiss She'll be mom. fine. <laughs> <laughs> hey mom, you want to kiss me on New Year's? Because I'm lonely. I'm lonely. <laughs> i got to get you a dog. For my dog. No, my dog will kiss me. It's yeah. fine. Anyways, that's all she wrote, really. Do you want to do our last segment? Oh, yeah. We have we been taking up a lot of time, probably, but that's okay. You guys will stick around, right? If not, whatever. That's fine. Okay, we're really going off of uh, we, on, on a whim here. Yeah. But I so one. our final segment, for those of you that are listening for the first time, is would you swipe right? Also, if you're listening for the first time, like maybe start at the beginning. Because you're going to understand. Yeah, that's fair. I'm notorious when I listen to podcasts. If someone tells me to listen to one, I just listen to whatever the most recent one is, and oh, then I go back. But obviously, if you go back to the beginning, beginning, she's rough. The first couple episodes, it's us getting on like our feet on the ground, like figuring out how to like get our mics to work and like how to talk. <laughs> yeah, I'd say episode three we hit our stride, and yeah. it's just been uphill from there. I'd like to say so too. Yeah, yeah. I peaked at McGangbang, but it's that was, okay. that's a great story. I can't tell you how many people I've had like. DM me or message me being like I've had the Mick gangbang it's so good or like I can't believe that happened like I've had people actually reach out to me and I think it's so funny well hopefully I go on a date with casual sex guy and I will keep you guys posted but until then we need some good stories I have a few there's just a couple I'm not sharing there's yeah Molly has had a few that she refused to talk about on air I'm kind of going through a little bit of a slutty face sorry sorry everyone that is judging me but it's we don't judge here. I, I think he's the one. I teach yeah. Tio does A two-month-long slutty phase. It's okay. Everyone needs one. Yeah. Get it out of your system. Anyways, that's for another time. But our final segment. Yes. Would you swipe right? The idea, you're on a dating app, you swipe right if you like it, you swipe left if you don't. Mm-hmm. So we come up with some maybe things that we've seen in the real-life dating world. Oh, yeah. I, for the last two episodes, have just been making shit up because I'm not on <laughs> dating apps right now. Santa on Bumble. <laughs> hey, man. You're going to see it. Let me tell you, next week after Christmas, okay. you're going to be seeing I have them. one that like doesn't necessarily happen on dating apps, but it happens to me all the time in real life. Okay. My name is Molly. You know what Molly means is these days? Is that your full name? Yeah. <laughs> I'm calling you Molls this whole time. <laughs> so my name is Molly, and it means like drugs. MDMA, right? <clears throat> yeah. So anyways, um, I don't do drugs, first of all, so like it pisses me off when someone opens a conversation with like ooh Molly like the drug you know like that happens to me all the time does it really on dating apps in real life a person at the wedding that I won't disclose who it was um was it the same one this was you get different guy <laughs> oh, different geez. guy not the not that one. Oh wow not the one that said you get harder the drunk or I get his friend actually wow, they, they were like side by side guys. I introduced myself said hello my name is Molly and he's like how many of those are you gonna sprinkle in my drink tonight quote oh. oh yeah wow yeah that's a swipe left a real life swipe left <laughs> yeah I, would I said you it. suck <laughs> and I walked away <laughs> and then my parents continued to say oh what a gentleman <laughs> Aww. that's brutal that Anyways, is brutal. so when people reference this is like a very self like it's just very particular to me to but Molly's, yeah. when someone said yeah all the mollies out there I mean if you're a molly that like absolutely loves to do drugs then that might really work for you but for, <laughs> but for me it's like broken record like get some new material yeah I feel like people are named like Mary Jane probably get that a lot too it's, do you do smoke people, a lot of weed yeah like, do people still call them pot with Mary Jane Mary Jane uh, <laughs> that's um, hilarious <laughs> would you trying to think of one on the spot would you swipe right if the guy, let's say, like, so you swipe right, let's say you matched, and then his first date idea is to take you to a New Year's Eve party, do you go? Party? Or yeah, like, like out no. for New Year's Eve? No, like, him and his friends are doing, like, a... No. 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 That's a little soon. Yeah. I'm just thinking, <laughs> you, at our, like, holiday party at work, one of our girlfriends brought a Tinder date. She did, a full-blown Tinder date. Like, they full met hours blown. before. I think that they had actually met the day before. Okay. But they, like, went on a quick date. I'm assuming she did a quick, like, can I bring this guy? Yeah. And that's it. Like, that's yeah. insane. Like, so that was, like, one of their first dates was our... I was impressed. Like... holiday party. That's... He scored. That's a fun thing to go to, I think. Yeah. That's wild. I don't think you I would do You wouldn't do that. if you did? No. Um... But I'm open to going on a date um, the day after or the day before or yeah. whatever because I'd like to start dating again. Mm-hmm. But no, I don't know. Okay, 
this one I just kind of, like, this is a recent one that I've, like, that's popped into my brain, um, because it happens a lot. I'm, like, very short. I'm 5'2", right? So, like, girls, we've got it kind of made in the shade. Like, I feel like if you're super tall, you're a goddess. If you're super short, you're still cute. You know what I mean? Like, there's no, we don't really struggle with that. But a lot of guys in their bios have, like, I'm 6'2", because apparently that matters. Yeah. You know what I mean? I've seen so many where it's like, apparently you guys care about this. Yeah, and I'm like, okay, if you care, that means you're talking to every single girl on Bumble, and you really want them to know that you're 6'2", and it's just like a little gross. I don't know. Yeah. Is that weird that my mind goes there? No, I don't think so. That's fair. Like, I don't care if you're 6'2". At all. Although there are Do you care at a certain height? Well, this is going to get a little bit offensive, but whatever. I feel like the two guys that listen to this podcast, I'm sorry if you're short. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm 5'2", so, like, I'll date someone that's 5'2". I don't care. Like, that stuff does not bother me. But like, once they're shorter? But there's people on there that have, like, less than whatever, like, less than 4'11", or something, and that's, like, really short. Yeah. And I'd still... You probably have a great personality, and these guys are usually smoking hot. Mm-hmm. Like, their photos are, like... They're hotties, yeah. but they could still be a douchebag, for all I know. It's true. Like any guy that that's good look, that's that good What's looking. What's that thing that people say, Napoleon complex, where it's like, oh yeah, you overcompensate like because you're shorter. Syndrome. Yeah, yeah, that's rude. I'm sorry, but whatever. I don't know. There's great guys, I'm sure that are out there. But they're so cocky. Like some short guys are so cocky and think they're the the shit. Yeah. Like one time I went to a bar. Okay, this is getting sidetracked. We're literally taking up a whole hour of your life here, guys. But whatever. That's fine. Um. Did I tell this story? I don't know what story you're going to tell. I went to a bar in university, and I sat. I was sitting in this booth, and somebody that I knew slash had hooked up with, had an ongoing sort of relationship with that ended, mm-hmm. um, came and sat across from me to apologize for being a douchebag, whatever. To top it all off, mm-hmm. a girl comes over, and she says, oh my god, what the hell are you doing talking to her? Like, looks at me, and like, freaked out, and she's wearing like those like, a hot white bodysuit, like, looking like a smoke show, and here I am, like, drunk and sloppy mess <laughs> and whatever, and she just, like, basically was yelling at him and yelling at me, and I was like, whoa, lady, like, I have nothing to do with this. Anyways, short guy, douchebag. Mm. Cute. Yeah. Not hot, but, like, cute. Cute. So, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know that, like, I, I don't think I've ever been one of those people that cares that much about height. No. Within reason, but... I've never, like, had the opportunity to go out with someone that was, like, significantly shorter than me. One of my long-term boyfriends was a bit shorter than me, but it never really bothered me. I don't know. I'm short. I don't care. Yeah. Like, whatever. Yeah. But, like, you don't need to put that you're 6'4 in your bio, because maybe that matters to some girls, but it doesn't really matter to me. Yeah. I wonder if they say it because, like, people try and... What's... Isn't that the old... Like, the joke is, like, well, they're tall, they must have a big member... Like, isn't that like proportionally people think about so maybe that's what I they're think, trying like, to push that is such a bullshit bullshit what what do you call it what, old wives old tale, wives tale. oh yeah it's, i've never noticed a correlation between no there's and... absolutely no small hands small feet no, there's no correlation not a, not a clue yeah. yeah anyways that's all i got meg that's it you know what and that wraps up yet another episode of i think he's the one i-t-h-t-l yeah so we are hoping that you guys all have a very safe and happy new year's make good choices Please be safe. Don't drink and drive. That's going to be what we... Have safe sex. Yeah. Only kiss cute people. Yeah. And, yeah, don't Don't leave your drink unattended. Yeah, don't. Especially after I went to Florida. Like, (laughs) if you need to, bring the parents with you. They can protect you. I can send mine if you Call us. We'll come. We'll show up at the party. (laughs) We've got you guys. Um, But... That being said, we'll probably talk to you guys in the new year, but in the meantime, if this is the first time you're listening to us, like Molly said, start back at episode one. See how we've grown. Get to know us a little bit. There's some gold in the old episodes. You'll hear the McGangbang story. They're good. Uh, Rate, review, and subscribe. So if you're listening on iTunes, please, please, please give us a rating. Give us a review. It really, really helps. Someone asked me if we were the only two people that wrote those reviews. No. And we're not. We promise. We weren't the ones. We didn't do it. No. Those are real life reviews. We should go in and write some so then we have more. (laughs) No kidding. (laughs) We're not doing that. But yeah, all of our ratings and reviews, we're not doing it. So please, it helps if you guys do it. 
Also, follow us on Instagram, ITHTOPodcast. On Instagram, we've got some cute pictures. You get to see a picture of my dog, the one that jingles in the background all the time. And you won't miss an episode because we always promote it on there as we well. We sure do. We will post the second it's live. We always have a link in the bio. And you know what? If you've got questions or topics or things that you DM want us, us to talk about, slide into our DMs. Because, like, honestly, these are just things that we want to talk about. Yeah. So we'd rather talk about... Stuff that matters to everybody rather than just us. Yeah, we're just two people. And there's a lot of you listening. Like, since we started this podcast, we get the analytics. It's a lot of you. So, like, give us some info. What do you want to hear? We'll make it happen. Um, But until next week, that's all we've got for you guys. So have a good, happy, safe holiday. Yeah, happy holidays. Happy New Year. Lots of love. Malls and May. (laughs) That's how we'll leave it. (laughs) 